Welcome to this new episode of Real Talk, Real Women. I am Gemma serenity Gorokov, your host. And today we are going to have a real conversation with Brooke Bounds, who comes to us from a little, a little town, not so little, close to Wales in the UK, which is, which is called Shopshare. Today, the topic is going to be changing your self-talk to overcome narcissistic abuse. And Brooke Bounce is going to be absolutely amazing at that topic because in 90 days only, she wrote her book that is called You Can Have It, How to Break Through the Self-Sabotage Cycle. Her clients call her the breakthrough queen and because they are just amazed at her abilities to help them break through their beliefs and the stories that are holding them back. So Brooke, welcome. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And my first question, I think, is what is your relationship to narcissistic abuse? Well, um, I actually grew up with a narcissistic mother who daily would tell me I was ugly I was worthless she wished I was never born she wished I'd have died at birth because unfortunately I had a quite a traumatic birth as well I was actually born with a cord wrapped around my neck which caused complications and medical issues and she actually often used to say and I didn't even have the audacity to be born properly so every day I would hear these things over and over again and what happens is when you hear these things over and over again especially when you're a young child because up until the age of seven you haven't got that critical faculty to to reason and think is that right or wrong it's it forms your belief because especially when you hear them over and over and over again so my beliefs growing up and my self-talk was I'm ugly I'm useless I'm unlovable nobody wants wants to be, who am I nobody wants to speak to me nobody's going to listen to what I have to say so so my self-talk was was really really that way inclined all of my childhood and most of my sort of like sort of teenage years as well until I sort of realized that I I needed to be able to change that self-talk in me to be able to change my life and change my environment. And and what is the decisive moment when you make the decision to change your self-talk to change your life? That was quite interesting one because um, I did what a lot of people do that have been have have like a narcissist as a parent I kind of jumped out the frying pan into the fire and ended up in a narcissistic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized it was like one moment I realized actually the common factor here is myself. So if I start changing how I think about myself and how I feel, maybe yeah. people around me will change as well. And I got into um, personal development books and, and I was like a sponge with them. Like, oh my goodness, you know, and realized how it can be so different if I thought about things differently and sort of felt about things you know it's, it's all wrapped up as well about trauma because it's how we feel then it produces a thought and then it decides our actions so um I started sort of like really looking into self-development books and seeing how I could help myself to change because I didn't really know who I could reach to go to to um excuse me to um talk about the um self-development side of it you know I didn't know about coaches and therapists back you know when I was like in my early 20s they weren't a thing <laughs> to, to have so it was all like my own research and I, and I did what I could but the real huge pivotal moment with me as well was I had two little boys who were absolutely gorgeous 
but then I got pregnant with my my third child and I happened to bump into somebody who hadn't seen me for a while in the town they said to me quite innocently oh I bet you'd love to have a little girl yeah which because we've got two little boys is kind of a natural thing a lot of people say and that was a kind of a heart stopping moment thinking oh my goodness no I, I, I don't know don't know if I want a little girl but what what if the same thing happens to to me and my daughter that happened to me and my mum and her and her mum and so it's like I really needed to, to make sure I changed how I felt about myself to be a good role model for my two little boys already had and and the child I was pregnant with thankfully that had a lovely ending to that story I went on and had two amazing girls and they're now in their late 20s and they're like my best friends and we definitely broke that that cycle of 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 abuse and, and trauma in the family so it's like a that generation of abuse stops with mm. me because I broke that chain and it was all to do with working on the trauma that I had working on my self-talk and realizing and catching myself the things that we say because the word I am is so powerful it's all the words that follow afterwards you know because people will say I am stupid or I am anxious or you know, we aren't stupid. We may have done something that was a, a stupid action or we may have a feeling of anxiety, but we are not that anxiety. We are not that stupid thing. So it's thinking about how we say the words that we say to ourselves and, and just a little tweak can make a huge, huge difference in how we live our lives. Definitely. I cannot agree more with you. It's so important the way you think about yourself is really what you are creating more of. Absolutely. I, rem I remember I was in my 20s or something. I had no idea about everything, personal development or anything like that. But I did hear someone say at some point, hmm, if you say that things are beautiful, things will be more beautiful. If you say that things are difficult, things will be more difficult. And I heard that just alone in the middle of a conversation. And I started to play with that and I discovered how true it was without having no notion at all about quantum physics, power of thought, positivity and everything. No, nothing. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, amazing. Um, it's actually something that what's called our reticular activating system in our mind. Now, the, the classic example is if you d decide that you want to buy a certain model and make of car, you suddenly see that model and make a car everywhere. Now that com that car company hasn't thought, oh, okay, well, Gemma's want to buy this car, so we'll put loads of those cars on the road. We've just raised our awareness of that of that particular item because we're thinking about it more. You know, I've had clients come to me with money issues and said, I don't want to be in debt. I'm sick of being in debt. I'm fed up of being in debt. But because they're saying the word debt all the time, our mind is very black and white. Our subconscious mind, like, okay, well, they're mentioning debt all the time I'll give them a bit more debt I'll give them a bit more debt you know even if they had like a thousand dollars or a thousand pounds come into their life something would happen they would self-sabotage it in some way mm -hmm. for that thousand pounds to have to go straight back out again so they they wouldn't keep that that money and it's and it's fascinating when you talk about that so I wake up every morning and I actually say a mantra I say I'm amazing it's an amazing day and something amazing is going to happen. Now, I've been saying this for years now. So my mind is used to looking for amazing things. Remember that reticular activating system? You know, where, because I'm always thinking about amazing things and looking for amazing things. Mm -hmm. Amazing things happen to me. Sometimes it may be a little tiny, small thing, 
Yeah, like seeing a, a wonderful squirrel climbing up a tree because I live in yeah. the countryside, or, or it could be an absolutely wonderful major thing where a client's had a, a huge breakthrough that they've been working on for years Fantastic. and they've worked with me and had that great breakthrough. Uh-huh. But I always have something amazing happen every day of my life because I focus on that and I think about that and mm-hmm. I feel it as well. And it's like having that feeling because affirmations are great. But but, you know, it's it's one of those things where you, you can't suddenly say, I'm a millionaire, if you're like really into debt because your subconscious mind's going, no, you're not. And it, it, it exactly. counteracts. But it's having that feeling and building up to that because I remember one of my coaches once said to me because one of the things that I always used to do because my mum said to me day in and day out, if anybody ever said to me, oh, you, you know, you're really p- pretty or beautiful. I don't, no, I'm not. I'm ugly. It was boom straight back that response absolutely my coach said okay sit in front of a mirror and say you're beautiful and I'm like I can't do this yeah, I can. I and then when I first started it's like I'm and I actually developed a stutter doing it because and I've never stuttered I've gone, but, but the words wouldn't come out because my inner chatter was going no you're not you're ugly no you're not you're ugly but over time the more I I, I kept focusing on and I started off with small things because my whole face I could see was an ugly thing because that's the image I've had for my life it's like okay what do I like about my face it's like yes I love my smile because everybody's always said to me you've got a beautiful smile so I'm like okay yeah I love my smile and it was building it up so I felt like that and my inner voice and my self-talk wasn't going no you haven't got a nice smile because I was used to people saying to me that my smile was nice and my mother had never said to me specifically that I had an ugly smile. So that didn't cancel it out in my head, if that makes sense. So then I worked on it and worked on it. And, and now, thankfully, today, I can quite happily say, yes, I'm a beautiful person without, you know, not with the arrogance of, of being, yes. but, you know, without, the, and I don't have that self-talk popping and say, no, you're not, you're ugly. That's, that disappeared years ago, wow. but it's, it's thinking, it's having that feeling and, and starting with something small. So if people, especially if they've had narcissists in their life, they'll, they'll play mind games with you. Mm-hmm. So it's starting with something small. So if you have got an issue, again, we'll use the example of, of my, my face like the whole face it was an ugly thing but what anything on my particular face could because you know, some people could say oh I feel like I'm ugly but actually I quite like my my cute little button nose or my green eyes or my or, or my amazing you know symmetrical eyebrows or whatever it is and start building and that can you can use that with anything in in your life and, and your body and your personality and things so um because I can remember thinking, oh, well, I'm, I'm ugly, so I, I really need to work on my personality so people will actually speak to me. Mm-hmm. That was ingrained that much in, into me. But it, it is, the thing is, it's possible to turn it all around and change it. So I went from a very scared little girl who had all her confidence knocked out of her to being able to stand on stage and speak and tell my story and live in the life that I, I created, that I wanted to create. So it's, it is possible to completely turn it all around. Totally. You know, it, it's, it takes some work to do, and it's understanding that the trauma that can be stuck in your body as well, and it's also the feelings in your body that create those thoughts. So, And it's because sometimes we can want to do something and logically know we're capable, but our bodies go into that freeze state and, and like, oh, no, you know, your heart pounds <laughs> and your palms get sweaty, which automatically lets your subconscious mind know, uh-uh, danger we're not doing that we're not going there and, and unless people understand how that trauma works 
they'll say, I want to do that. I know logically it's going to be beneficial for me to do X, Y, and Z, but, you know, like Facebook lives are a big thing. People logically know to do a Facebook live will help their business. But for some reason they're going, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I don't know why I'm just, I just freak out. My body freezes. And it's because of that internal feelings. And we have like four major core wounds of like, I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. And I'm not important. And like doing a Facebook live is like, would trigger off one of those things to do. So it's, it's really understanding your self-talk and, and, where that's coming from and what's triggered it off mm -hmm. you said i'm unworthy i'm unlovable the third one was i'm unimportant un and i'm not good enough and not good enough they're the four like major call in a wound there are yes. hundreds of other ones but of course of course that, core that major um sabotaging self-talk Okay. Because again, it comes back to that self-talk of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy it, it, enough. It, it, it comes back to that. So, um, to, so to someone who is experiencing that kind of thought, I'm unworthy, I'm not worthy of that. I'm not worthy of a beautiful home. I'm not worthy of a wonderful husband. I'm not worthy of and all kind of things that, that, that follow are, I'm not worthy of a job that I would love because who am I to love my job or things like that. Someone who has that kind of self-talk, how would you help her rephrase say what why would someone feeling unworthy shift and become worthy in your opinion oh, to, to help her uh, like shift yeah yeah and, it, and it's collecting evidence of, of of things of where they have been worthy mm -hmm. so it's, it's also like when um they go to do something and their body gets triggered by it it's doing some nice deep breathing to calm the body down, to calm the heart rate down, to, to let the subconscious mind know that they're in a safe place to start with. But also it's like, if they are really good at one thing, it's, it's focusing on that and expanding that. So they, they may feel like they're not good enough to do a Facebook live, but they're quite happy chatting to people face to face. So it's like, collecting evidence of, of that they are good at talking to people and people actually do listen to them and, and what they've got to say is, is important so it's thinking about how they can collect the evidence from other places mm -hmm. you know so like with me again we'll, we'll kind of get, keep the on the theme of like the ugliness I I would actually when people started saying that to me afterwards and working on when somebody said I'm beautiful I would like note down who, who said that and just say thank you to them rather than react with no, I'm, not, I'm ugly. So I'm not constantly repeating it because one, it's one thing to think those words, but then when you actually speak them out, it's like you're, you're really expanding the volume of that and kind of turning up the volume of it and for your mind to hear it because it's, it's like a double whammy. You're thinking it and you're saying it. So, so you're getting it twice. So it's really thinking about and catching yourself and you can say something like, um, reboot recalculate reset you know a bit like yes. you'll reset a computer when when you need to, to update it and we're basically updating our, our programs and our mind because we've been programmed as children mm -hmm. so we're now going to update it like the 2.0 version mm -hmm. of it so so yeah and there are times where you'll catch yourself because you're human and do things so like for example if you if you realize about this now and say and you've always said oh I'm a clumsy person I used to say that because my mum used to say that to me all the time and I thought like, oh, I'm so clumsy and I would I'd be clumsy but yes. when I stopped saying I'm clumsy and, and started saying oh what I did 
was a bit clumsy it completely changed and I stopped being so clumsy so it's it's actually understanding that you know instead of saying I am something association oh, yeah of it's the, I am. yeah mm-hmm. oh that's something that I did I am not that thing mm-hmm. totally and someone who is I am not important who am I to do a Facebook live or who am I to to, to ask for a raise or I am unimportant someone with that kind of self-talk so what I did notice is that when we are in a narcissistic abusive relationship, our own self-worth, our own feeling of being lovable, our own feeling of being important and our own feeling of being enough is eroding, eroding by the day because of all the negative self-talk, uh, not self-talk, but talk from the abuse that yeah. comes at us so mm. actually rebuilding up while still being um abused by a narcissistic yeah. person yeah and often that's, um, that's, that, that that is hard but it is possible but it is hard so and indeed applying focusing on those little things that are evidence that those uh sabotaging belief of plainly wrong mm. and helping turning over the self-dialogue and then speaking out loud even in the silence of our room but speaking out loud and increasing the volume step by step baby step by step mm. after baby step that is really helping build a strong and powerful woman man or anything in between and everything for sure that's yes, what I've, I've had clients where i've gone walking in the woods with them and i, and I said okay let, let's what was your word and they've said i i'm i'm amazing i'm fantastic i'm beautiful okay to so say it out loud okay then shout it and shout it louder and so how do you feel like, oh my goodness i feel fantastic <laughs> exactly <laughs> right it's the more you say in this and it's getting in our, in our body and it's that feeling in our body again and like i said if you want to do a facebook live and you and it's noticing how your body reacts as well because your body will kick off your thoughts so it's like if you're suddenly tensing up and your shoulders are going up and you kind of fist are in that kind of clench way ready to fight or flight you know to, to get you know sort out whatever you need to sort out it's actually sort of like unclenching your jaw dropping your shoulders unclenching your hands and just do some nice deep breathing and a great way to do this is to do like what i call the five two eight breathing technique it's not my breathing technique okay yeah so you you breathe in for a count of five hold for a count of two and then breathe out counting backwards from eight to zero okay it's important that the 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 breath out is longer than the breath in Mm -hmm. because that will actually slow your heart rate down which lets your, your subconscious mind because if your heart rate's slow and your body's relaxed your, your mind will know that you're not in any physical danger. And normally we're not in any physical danger because if we're going to sit and do a Facebook Live, but we're tensing ourselves up, our mind thinks we're in some sort of danger, but we're actually really quite safe. So it's, it's allowing your body to, to relax and saying, I am completely safe. I am, I'm going to do a Facebook Live. I'm completely calm. You know, anything that you want to, to, to do to reaffirm to your body and your mind to to keep yourself calm any calm i'm at peace whatever words that you find are suitable for for the person watching uh, listen to this podcast that resonates with them 
you know so and it's those positive things to say about them as well and and it's repeating them over and over and over again because we've heard all the things over and over again to, to build up the self talk that's that's stopping us mm-hmm. so we need to to repeat the things over and over again to help the self talk to move us forward that is amazing so your book is called you can have it how to break through the self-sabotage cycle if you are broke bounds how can people get a hold of you um, website well, can, email anything I, I, I hang around on, on facebook quite a bit so um if they okay. just put brook bounds zero one in facebook they can find me there or they can contact me at brook at brookbounds.com Okay, and um, if we spell your name for those who can only listen and cannot read the description, it's B-R-O-O-K-E as your yes. first name and B-O-W-N-E-S as That's your last correct. name. Okay, wonderful. So with that, Brooke Bounce 01 on Facebook, it's easy yes. to find you, easy to connect and to, and to keep on breaking those self-sabotaging thoughts because they are really these are the worst because they keep on multiplying themselves and when you stop that it's like okay let's keep on multiplying greatness and you know this real talk real women podcast the mission is really to break the silence around abuse and one of the tentacle of abuse is creating a self-talk in the victim that keeps her down Mm. Or him absolutely it's not gender related actually <laughs> because what happens is especially if you're in a narcissistic relationship and you've had narcissistic parents mm-hmm. that narcissistic relationship is just reaffirming what the narcissistic parent does like, exactly. okay they said I was, I was useless and, and I'm, I'm not lovable and they're exactly. reaffirming it so it's just reaffirms it but it's understanding that that's with narcissists they are they are the best the most insecure people they've got huge huge Ooh. wounds and it's their beliefs that they're they're sort of projecting onto mm-hmm. you so it's like thinking what beliefs would you like to have what would you like to believe about mm-hmm. yourself you know, what would you like to do so it's thinking about those things and mm-hmm. and the first the first 10 minutes before you um wake up and the first 10 minutes before you go to sleep is when the mind is the most subconscious mind is the most programmable so it's saying those things you know listing all the things you're grateful for listening all the things that you're amazing about before you mm-hmm. go to sleep and then thinking about those things the first thing you wake up and you it will take a, a bit to get into that because you you normally waking up thinking oh my goodness I've got this to do today um you know and you list off all the things but instead actually sort of be aware of it and stop yourself from doing it so okay actually what have I got to look for today what can I be grateful for today and, and start listing those things instead and it will slowly start changing how you're thinking about yourself mm-hmm. and feeling about how am I feeling today how's my body feeling today how am I holding my body am I holding it tense in that fight flight mode or am I being relaxed and feeling like it's in a safe environment fully fully Thank you so, so much, Brooke, for having come over. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for expanding the good word and and expanding a line of hope to those who are experiencing abuse today so that they can have at least a direction, a guidance, something to break free from themselves and their self-talk. Right. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Have an amazing day and talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye.